you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. And this is your Eastern Conference Finals Heat Celtics series preview uh, for the ECF. Thanks for joining us. Everything we talk about in today's show can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. It's got great stuff in there. You can get pro reports. And if you want to get those pro reports, you need a subscription. And if you want a subscription and you don't want to pay for it, you should. Uh, there's a way that you might be able to. Just leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us why you love the show and who your favorite analyst is and why it's Sean uh, Little who's joining <laughs> us today. Or Brandon Anderson or Jim Turvey or Jay Money or any of our guys or Maria Marino who's doing our WNBA pods. Any of those folks, leave that in the in the comment section of the five-star review and you can win either merch from our store to rep the Action Network, because we know you guys love the Action Network, or a one-year pro subscription. Just leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and you might be one of the ones that's chosen. Joining me today to break down the ECF and our series bets on it for best bets, we got Brandon Anderson, NBA Futures Analyst and longtime Heat admirer. I'm kidding. He's not a huge fan of this Heat team. Uh, and Sean Little from MSG Networks. You can find him on Twitter, at Chicago Flow. Fellas, great to have you on. Let's go around the table, give our best bets for the series. Brandon Anderson, let's start with you. What's your best series bet for Heat versus Celtics? Guys, I have to do it. I have to bet the Miami Heat here. The number on the Celtics is outrageous. The only question I had is, which of the many Heat bets that my numbers tell me I should be playing do I narrow it down to? So I'm going to do a whole series escalator. I'm going to start with Heat plus two and a half on the series. That's that's the safe version of the play that means can't be Boston four or five. We take it to at least six, but here's the escalator. Heat plus two and a half, minus 134. Give me the heat plus one and a half, my, or plus 165. And one step further, give me the heat minus one and a half to win in six or less, Ooh. plus 680. Let's go, Jimmy Butler. Ooh, spicy. All right, Sean Little, what do you got? Man, I wish I was, I wish I was Brandon Anderson because... I don't want to do this, but I, I I think I have to. I got a couple of reasons why we'll talk about it. I'm going to go Boston in five plus 245. That number's out there. I'm going to go Boston in six plus 380. That number's out there. I like that better than 
laying the minus one and a half games at my like around minus two fifteen. So I'm gonna take Boston and five, Boston and six, and then a play I really love. We're gonna get into it. Jason Tatum series three point leader minus one forty. Love that spot. All right. We talked about why I don't like that spot on the props <laughs> episode that you can find in the feed. We'll get into Sean's cap. Uh, I'm going to take my, I'm keeping it simple and, and tight. I'm doing heat plus two and a half minus minus one thirty four. Just that heat plus two and a half minus minus one thirty four. I will probably bet this as the series goes, goes on. And we'll talk about that in our best bets episodes, game by game. So there'll be other opportunities. I think the live bet, I actually think that there's a, a Okay. I lied. There's one more that I am gonna gonna sprinkle on, and that's uh, I am gonna bet Heat two one plus three fifty after three games. Uh, I'm gonna sprinkle on that plus three fifty line. Okay, so we got two of us on Heat, one of us on Celtics. You Brandon, boys really need the Heat to win game one here, huh? Let's yeah uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> give it our best best episode for the for uh, for game one. Spoiler alert for that episode, Brandon. Uh, let's start with you. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Do you actually like <laughs> the Miami Heat for once? Which this is the first time since I've been re- podcast recording for you that I've ever heard you wanting to bet the Heat. I am betting the number. I am not betting the Heat. So that is the case here. And I'm betting a little bit on history and narrative, I guess, too. So I'm actually going to make the case on both sides because it's it's kind of how my cap played out. You know, I start with all the the on paper stuff, the four factors, the how do the teams line up? How do they match? And I'll be totally honest. The answer when I did all of that is I'm just Sean's pick. I think the Celtics in five, Celtics in four, this is a mismatch. The Heat are, hey, you know what? Let's do a three-point shootout. You take all the shots, we'll take all the shots. We just don't really know how to shoot. Oh no, Boston is not the team you want to do that to. I think on paper, Boston is kind of the version of the team Miami wishes that they were. They take all the shots, but they actually make them. They play defense, but it's actually really good and consistent. On paper, this should not be close. On paper, the Heat should have been out three weeks ago. (laughs) And here are the problems where I come to and why I don't believe. I can't trust my, my straight analysis on this. The Celtics play with their meat. They just do. They don't put teams away. I even had this number before and I couldn't believe uh, I, I dug a little more into it. This team over the last six seasons, throughout the first round, obviously you're playing easier teams, certainly the Celtics who have a pretty good seed, then it counts. But after the first round, let me just give you some numbers here on the length of series the Celtics are playing in post first round. Obviously they just went seven last year. They won a game seven. They won another game seven. They lost in six. Previous year, they won a game seven. They lost in six. They lost in five the year before. They won a series in five. Philadelphia doesn't really count. Then they lost in seven. And the previous year, they won another game seven, then lost in five. So they're averaging 6.3 game length series past the first round. Five of their six series wins were in game seven. They don't know how to slam the door. They don't know how to close the door. They can't even like give it a little push. They just have to like get their hands slammed in the door repeatedly and then finally begrudgingly step through it in game seven. And the Heat are the exact sort of team on the flip side of that that pushes you all the way. I try to just kind of think through, okay, all right, Brandon, I missed the game last night. Wait, the Heat won? What happened? 
Let me give you five easy answers as to what happened. How did the Heat steal a game? Number one, Eric Spolstra, Joe Mazzula. Massive coaching differential. Easy for me to see a game or more than one game where the coaches just swung things way too much. Number two, we got a close game late. The Celtics gave it away and the Heat took it. We've seen that all year. The Heat are 15 and eight in three-point games. They've played more close games than anyone. The Celtics never know how to close these games out. Number three and number four, shooting variance. Celtics missed all their shots. The Heat made all their shots. We're getting a lot of threes that can go there. And then number five is our game one cap. You can hear on the other pod coming off of game seven. It's just a bad spot for, for Boston in game one. So that's the cap. All my numbers say to take Miami here. My Miami plus one and a half spot, the number I have for that is the number I'm paying for Miami plus two and a half. The, the books by my numbers are giving us a full free game of Miami Heat in this series. And if I have that much of an advantage in my numbers, I hate it. I hate it. But I have to play all the Heat stuff because the numbers don't line up for me. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about this on the um, on the Best Bats pod. The numbers for Boston were juiced last round with the Sixers, right? And we took, like, my Best Bat was Sixers plus two and a half. And the cap there was... I can't believe you stole my cap. You just flat out stole my cap and I'm livid with you for it. It's <laughs> it's the Celtics fuck around. Like this is just what they do. They when after they lost two two games to the Hawks, that was like the, the light bulb moment for me. You know, because they, they okay, they go seven without Middleton. You know what? The Bucks are really good though. And they go seven versus the Heat last year. Well, you know, that Heat team was the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Then they go six with the Hawks, and that's when I was like, ah, ah, ah there's something here. Like this team. Because of that shooting variance, I think it's such an important point, Brandon, that that shooting variance is means inherently that there's going to be games when their offense is trash and they lose process on both sides when they're not hitting shots. They are way more reliant, reliant on offense, which is ironic because we killed them for their offense last year. But like they're way more reliant on hitting threes. If they're not, their entire process starts to wobble and fall apart. They fucked around versus the Hawks. They fucked around versus the Sixers right off the bat, right? Like I had plus two and a half and hit that by game four. Like it, that was easy. And it's the same kind of deal here. I understand a little bit more of why this number is what it is, because we are talking about like, how are the books supposed to get to an accurate number here based off of the eight seed for a team that was 500 all season without major injury issues with what it was honestly, like they were unimpressive on both sides of the ball. And this is where I will say, look, I think that the Celtics will give us an opportunity to bet the Celtics here. Like, I think it's now we yeah. want to be, we want to bet heat. They will give us an opportunity yeah. to bet Boston because Boston is way better. I'm not saying this heat team shouldn't be here. They earn their way here, but let's be clear about what happened. They shot 60% EFG or better in the first three games of the Bucks series. The Bucks had Giannis get hurt and they fell apart. Like we, a lot of stuff went on there. Okay, good matchup for Miami. Good on them for, for making it happen. Like, they were shorthanded. Again, Butler's awesome. This Heat team is gritty. I get it. They face the Knicks, who should not have been there. I'm not letting go of this. They shouldn't <laughs> have been in that second round, right? I think Cavs win that series if the Cavs weren't clown frauds in the first round. Meanwhile, like, the Heat shot less than 50% EFG in three of the final four games versus the Knicks, and they still won. Because the Knicks had a fraudulent number two offense that fell apart once it faced a real playoff defense, right? So now the Heat are in the ECF, and they deserve a lot of credit for that, and it's an incredible accomplishment. Three out of four years, they've made the ECF. 
That's amazing. Eric Spolster is one of the best coaches in league history. He's amazing. Jimmy Butler, all-time playoff performer. He's amazing. They're up against a much better team here. But Boston is going to fuck around enough for us to have a chance to bet the other side. Like, that's my goal here is I want to get both sides. And I think we're going to get that. I think the Heat are taking game one. You can listen to the best bets pod on why. And I think the Heat are taking game three. And I think everyone's going to be like, oh, here we go again with Boston. Is, are they, they can't screw around like they did with the Sixers. Yes, they can. The Heat are not as good as the Sixers. So after game three, I think I'm going to have a great chance of betting Boston back. I want to take the two and a half as my best bet, but those are what I want. All right, Sean. I gave you some of the numbers here, but tell me why you like the Celtics uh, across the board on the cap here. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. Uh, <laughs> I've went on tons of rants and tangents about how the Celtics just think they could show up to the gym in a lot of games and win. Pure, pure arrogance. We just have enough talent to show up and get W's. I'm just getting out ahead of what you guys are saying. I'll lock in Boston in five and in six. So I'm essentially either saying they're going to mess around in one or two games, give those up but they're not going to lose this series. I just don't see it happening. I don't see Boston in five and six covers me off. Uh, like I, there's never in a, I don't see a world where Boston sweeps Miami. It's just never going to happen. You saw they, they're averaging six games, a series over the last couple of years. BA just laid it out. And that's, that's what I was looking at. There's no way shape or form. I don't think Miami can win in five or four. Like that's not going to happen. Right. And then I don't think Miami's going to win the series at all. And I guess the only the only exposure I would say I have in that spot is Miami winning in seven games. I think that um, overall, like you laid out, Matt, I watched it with my own eyes in New York, in the Garden. They play really good team basketball. And we're hitting a lot of big-time shots. The game, you, you want to talk about an eye-opener for the, the, the Celtics or that they mess around was the Atlanta Hawks. We knew that before the Hawks, but that is an eye-opener. When I saw the Miami Heat almost beat the Knicks at home without Jimmy Butler, I was like, man, these guys are so locked in. They're making the right decision on every offensive possession, and they're knocking down shots when necessary. Caleb Martin, we know Gabe Benson, who's looking for a contract here coming up. I think that's a big part of why he, he he's starting to get a little red hot. Overall, Boston's going to give up a game or two. I like these two spots. And uh, I'll uh, I'll take the plus two forty five where you could find, and I think Boston and six at plus three eighty is readily out there. So I like that spot. Boston gets it done. Caleb Martin and Highsmith got most possessions on D versus Tatum this year in four games. That's not going to be able to get it done, especially with with the confidence. And I'm going to get into that confidence here when I talk about the three point prop. Um, maybe he sees more Jimmy, but if he sees more Jimmy, that's gonna that's going to hurt those guys on offense as well. Jimmy hasn't shot over 50% from the floor since he tweaked that ankle in the Knicks series as well. That's something to keep an eye on. Both teams can switch. Like B.A. said, Celtics have too many guys 1v1 that can get a basket. Miami's not going not gonna to be able to keep up. Miami is a poor man's Boston Celtics in these playoffs. I like the Boston Celtics to take care of business. Hey, this is Action Network Audio Director Matt Mitchell inviting you to head into the sports betting summer with new gear that's built to last. And our folks at Shady Rays, friends of the podcast, they have you covered from the sun to the slopes to out at sea with their premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company offering world-class products just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. And like our betting podcasts, their sunglasses offer the clearest possible optics. Shady Rays also offers the most bananas protection in all of eyewear. 
every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. It's basically the opposite of betting on the Oakland A's. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, okay. Again, here's a pretty good number for you to kind of illustrate what Boston, what Miami's done in these playoffs. So over at pvpstats.com, which is a great site that gives you a number of, of complicated options, um, some that the NBA.com site took off. Thanks for that, Turner. Uh, there have been 28 possessions in the postseason that are categorized as high or very high leverage. What that means is that the impact on the win percentage for the team is substantially above what like the lower ones are, right? Average, medium, average, low, very low, right? So these are shots that are going to swing probability significantly in the win probability trackers. There's been 28 of those possessions. There's not much of them, but these are important, but these are the most important possessions. The Heat have, have a true shooting percentage of 64% on them. Like in a playoff setting context, that's nuts. Like they they are absolutely lethal when they need the shot the most. That's the one that they hit. But Sean, like I gotta ask you before we hit your your three point your three point props here, why why Celtics minus minus one? Why why Celtics in five? Like why why take that approach when like how can you feel confident that Boston's not going to give them another game? They gave the so like the question is like they gave the Hawks too. Now don't get me yeah. wrong, the Hawks beat the Heat, which is really funny. But like why are why is Boston going to give Miami? fewer games than they gave the Hawks. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I mean, I, I have a tough time, I guess, arguing that I just think overall that that's why I bet five and six. I okay. think that just it's a poor, this is a bad matchup for the Miami heat one V one that they're going to get a lot of, they're going to switch a lot on D that's what they've been doing. Both teams have been doing that all year, most of the playoffs as well. And when it comes to one V one and getting baskets, Boston has more offense and they, they're going to have a little more defense and length to deal with uh, Miami's ball moving and closing out on the three-point ball. I, I You're right. Listen, I despise the Boston Celtics. I really don't like the Boston Celtics. I don't like anything about what they represent. 
Uh, they 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 mess around with their meat, just like B.A. was saying. They've done that over and over and over again. This is just one of those spots where I don't know where the offense is going to come yeah. from from Miami to keep up yeah. and, and 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 slip up more than more than one game or two for the Boston Celtics. Really quick, one more trend that we were talking about just for the overall series: teams listed at minus four hundred or higher in the conference finals or NBA Finals 28 and 2 in the last 35 years. The only teams that were able to pull off the upset 2009 Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals minus 700 loss to the Magic and then in 2004 the Lakers minus 700 loss to the Pistons. So this is going to be a, a tough road. I think Boston just has too much. I, I hate to say it. I want to I want to root for Jimmy and the guys, but if I had to pull some Benjamin Franklins out of my pocket, they'd have to go in these spots on the Boston Celtics. Other than Jimmy's ankle and his, the wearing him out on that end, which kind of covers your other bet, is there a reason that you like the Tatum bet so much? Yeah, this is a pure volume type play, and I think it's it's getting underrated on who his comp is going to be. So we have Tatum to lead the, the series in three-pointers at minus 140. The volume, I can't get over how much volume he's going to get, especially coming off the – in game one, he might get up a dozen alone. He shot 117 triples in the last 13 games in the playoffs. That's nine per 36%. That's right around his uh, season average. But it's more about who who else is going to hit as many threes as Jason Tatum. There's no one to compete with him. Struess is the second at plus 350. He's getting up eight a game versus the Knicks, but the Knicks were mightily struggling to close out on threes. He was getting wide open looks. The ball movement was there. He's not going to get the clean looks that he did versus the Knicks. Similarly, if you go back to the Milwaukee series, he only had 65 attempts, or he had 65 attempts in 11 games, but he only averaged 3.4 versus the Brooks. The next guy on the list is Jalen Brown. He's flat out not going to get the volume because Tatum's going to be sucking up all the volume. I think minus 140 is short here. I'm going to definitely take this in the series. Yeah, I, I like the Tatum threes. I gave that out on the series props too. I, uh, Matt, I know, like Struess. I worry just because it's Max Struess. It's Jason Tatum's going to play the 45 minutes every night. Who knows what happens with Max Struess? Like he just goes cold and plays 18 minutes because that's what the Heat do. I doubt it, but you never know how it goes with him. I want to just quickly mention two other correlated plays to keep an eye on for the series. Kind of you, you kind of hit toward this, Sean. I think if you go into a game thinking, I like the Celtics, how do I play it? Especially if you're on the Celtics. I like the Celtics, but man, eight points, eight and a half points, that's a lot to lay. I think if you like Boston, you probably like over or you like the Boston over. You're going to expect the Celtics to hit their threes, score the points that night. So I think you can maybe look that direction. And also Boston first half has just been crushing in this playoffs. And Miami has not been great in the first half, to be honest. They're a second half team. So Boston first half, get the uh, uh, slimmer points on the margin there and get your money and get out, get away from that fourth quarter. And then the flip side, I think, for Miami, if you like the heat in the game, I think you probably like the under. I think you probably expect less offense. Boston's shots are not falling. That's why the heat had a chance and it stayed close. And similarly, Miami's been really strong in the second half. They're plus 8-4 net rating in the playoffs second half. And especially in the fourth quarter, they're obliterating teams. So I'm a little nervous. I'm not a great live better. So I, I tend to bet emotionally live on the spot. But... Boston is a team that leaves the door cracked open and Miami is a team that busts through the door late. And we've seen that happen over and over this playoffs and in this series last year. So I think if you like Miami, 
under in second half. If you like Boston, over in first half. Really quick, Matt, before you get into Jason Tatum, and and Bam is going to have to deal with Horford and potentially a good amount of time, Lord. It's just a bad matchup, I think, for Miami overall across the board. If Unless Duncan Robinson just shows up and starts shooting lights out with Struess and, and all those guys. We've seen it over and over. I I, I mean, it, Look, it's it just going to be, be really tough. It should be a bad matchup. You know what also should have been a bad matchup? The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, no doubt. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Jason Tatum, by the way, 39% on pull-up shooting. It's way better than I thought it was, honestly, in the playoffs. I will say, however, the Heat are probably going to contain a lot of that with their switch coverage. So, like, that's going to be the question here. Also, I don't know. He's 27 of uh, 69 on pull-up threes in the playoffs. I have 27. I'm assuming 25 of those were in Joel Embiid's eye in game game seven. <laughs> uh, all right, that's going to do it for your Eastern Conference Finals series preview. Thanks for joining us. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at Wheaton Brando. Sean on Twitter at Chicago Flow. I'm an HB basketball. My thanks to David Payne, our producer. We only have one more series preview left, Brandon. We only have one series preview left today, but we will be back throughout the conference finals. Best bets every day here on Buckets. WNBA episode twice a week. Uh, I'm on the favorites with Marie Marino. Talk about conference finals and uh, WNBA start. So make sure to check that out. I did the Action Network podcast yesterday with Jason Tim talking about the conference finals if you want more content that's a lot more like basketball detail oriented stuff there our props pod is up you can go ahead and listen to that it's got me brandon and joe delara breaking down all sorts of great props we found some really juicy ones including al horford sean kind of referenced that we found a really good sean uh, al horford prop uh while we were doing that episode so make sure to check that out thanks for joining us have yourselves a great week enjoy the conference finals until we see you guys again next time let's get buckets Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.